Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. We have to say these Thessalonians, they were contagious. Contagious faith, contagious love, contagious hope. And remember, the more real we are, the more contagious we become. Hey, here's our question. How do the words abound more and more impact mediocrity? The first three chapters of Paul's letter are, in a nutshell, saying, My dear friends, we miss you and can't wait to see you. We are so very excited about how God has been working in your lives. But Paul is not finished with his letter. He is actually a two-chapter finale introduced with the word either furthermore or finally. It is obvious that Paul wished that he could share what he was about to share in writing with a face-to-face visit with the Thessalonian believers. Although they were doing well, there were a couple areas that could easily be overlooked if mediocrity kept crept into their hearts. Just enough is never enough when we seek to please God. Can I say that again? Just enough is never enough when we seek to please God. More and more is mediocrity's greatest foe. None of what Paul was about to challenge them with would have been new to them. The two phrases, as you have received or for you know, remind us that Paul was going to re-emphasize the instructions that were coming from the heart of the Lord Jesus Christ himself. These were not pet peeves or current cultural struggles or gray areas of life. These were black and white issues that these young Christians needed to be reminded of. These were some of the simple ways to please God. We must make our daily walk a priority that consistently pleases God. The word walk is used almost a hundred times in the New Testament alone. Physically, walking is the basic process of putting one foot in front of the other in sequence over and over again. Every step leads to another step, which takes us closer to our goal. Now remember, we can always walk towards some things and walk away from other things. The goal determines the direction of each step. Our spiritual goal is to walk towards pleasing God. Our selfish goal is to walk towards pleasing self. If we truly want to walk in a way that pleases God, we must be committed to knowing what God says and doubly committed to doing what God commands. If we ever think we're doing okay, then we probably are not. Just okay keeps our cups half full. Just enough barely taps the 51% mark. We certainly would never want our doctors or financial investors to approach our health or money with an okay attitude. We want the best. We want, can I say it, more and more. Many are satisfied with such a mediocre life. God is not. Many are content to be commoners. God wants more. Too many want to do only enough to get by. This is not God's will, God's desire, or God's plan. What commandments is Paul talking about when he writes, For you know, to the readers? What did he already teach them that obviously needs a refresher course? In what ways were they needing some extra encouragement in their walk to please God? Well, here's Paul's short list. Number one, guard your sexual purity. Number two, keep a loving attitude towards everyone. Number three, comfort and encourage each other with a clear understanding of the Lord's return. Number four, respect your spiritual leaders. Number five, help your struggling friends walk with God. Number six, patiently be at peace with each other. And number seven, joyfully, thankfully, and prayerfully keep God's will. The essence of Paul's passionate plea in each of these areas is, one, these are clear instructions that come from our Lord Jesus Christ himself. Number two, they are simple reminders of how we can please God. 
Three, these are everyday realities that each of us will face. And number four, these issues have plagued believers and churches from the first century until today. And we still need to be careful. The key to Paul's warning is to stay as far away as you can from the subtle draw of mediocrity. The battle between mediocre and more and more will continue to rage as we seek to please God. You see, mediocrity does not understand 1 Corinthians 10.31, which says, whether therefore you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Mediocrity does not comprehend the concept of Ecclesiastes 9.10. Whatsoever your hand findeth to do, do it with all thy might. Mediocrity does not understand what it means to love the Lord with all your heart and all your mind and all your strength and all your might. Mediocrity does not know the importance of the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. So, how do the words abound more and more impact mediocrity more and more than we think? Finally, all of you listening or reading this meditation today, I exhort you, I urge you in the name of our Lord Jesus to continue living in a way that pleases God. And remember, just enough is never enough for our Lord. Attack mediocrity with a desire to grow to be like Christ more and more and more. Hey, our time's up. I hope you've enjoyed our study today. But if you want some more help, information, uh, meditation, you can go to randhumble.com. Also to find out about the wilds of North Carolina or the wilds of New England. But today is the day that the Lord made. Let's rejoice. Let's be glad in it. And I hope you have a good day.